and welcome to episode 8, season 1 of Friday Night Insights! Whoa! I'm Sam, uh, and I am joined with my co-host, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, what do you do? I cast spells. Which? All of them. I'm a wizard. What? Every single spell? Every single spell. Well, I'm still learning, Sam, okay? You don't need to shame me for not knowing every single spell. Did you go to Dis- to Harry Potter World? Yeah. And is that where you became a wizard, or were you one before? Um, well, so I don't think that you become a wizard. No, you aside do. Aside from, like, birth. Uh, so tell me your whole, like, wizarding story. I was born. And that's and it? I was a wizard. Um, it was suppressed all my life. Okay. Until the age of 24. Okay. And at the age of 24, I got the chance to embrace my wizardry. Nice. What's your favorite spell so far? Um, the one that makes water go places. Oh, yeah? Do you remember how to do it? No. Well, guys, so I'm joined with like Master Master Wizard Mackenzie, who does wizard spells professionally. Uh, professionally, yes. Today we will be talking about what's that show again? Uh, who Friends? Friday, We're talking about Friends. Friend Day. No, Friday I, don't, night. I, don't, I don't. Friday night. No, it's Friday Night Lights. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday light. Friday light nights. And, Friday Light Nights. Um, we got we got a great episode ahead of us. I have four seven hundred thirty four words of notes, which is two hundred words more than I usually have. Mine's about at my average, so. So we've got like an average to above average episode coming up. <laughs> but we're gonna try to shoot for below average in length. We are going to fly, friends. We are going to fly through this. Do you know how to fly yet? Um, so I did fly once, yeah. That's weird. Also, I don't know what's going on with my mic. I'm kind of hearing something funky with it, so sorry. I'll fix it next time, hopefully. Um, okay. So, episode eight is called Crossing the Line. What do you Guys. think... I remembered to do predictions this You time. did? Okay, good. I did. Okay, Just, so... Just, I want everyone to be super proud of me for a second. Uh-huh. Um, fill that void that my parents can't. Excuse but, um, you? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, jokes. Um, okay, so... Just read the read the thing, the about this episode. Well, Is you tell me what you think it's going to be about first. Um... So my prediction was not at all based on the little synopsis because the little synopsis was pretty straightforward Mm -hmm. as to what was going to happen. No, you're just predicting off of crossing the line. And so, yeah, I said, screw that. And my prediction is that there will be some sort of like Tim, Lila, Jason climax. Oh, were you right? (laughs) I know. Okay, so the, the, the description given to us by Ulu is Smash takes drastic measures to improve his performance on the field. Jason starts playing quad rugby, which looks very fun, right? It, look- it looks violent. Yeah, fun. It looks good. 
So it's, Violent, fun, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it starts with the Riggins brothers shopping. Um, Billy tells Tim he needs to eat better. and He's, he's got to feed the beast. He's got to feed the beast. Billy is super... It, yeah. This episode, we see a side of Billy that we have not gotten a chance to see before. Yeah, I... Very soon into this episode, one of my notes is Billy is a father now. Like, he's taking that fatherly role. He's actually... And we see it from the very first part of this. Yeah, from this very first scene, Um, you see this change in Billy. So, Billy tells him, Tim, that he needs to eat better. And Billy is super stressed about money checking out. And then Tyra swoops in and gives my man Timmy some eyes. And then they make out. And money for his magazine. Yeah. So is that prostitution if you give someone money for a magazine and then go into the meat freezer or whatever they were in and just start making out? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Billy is a very high-rolling gigolo. And... um, No, not... I thought it was Tim. Sorry, Tim is the gigolo. Yeah, I'm sorry for slandering Billy like that. Yeah. Billy um, s- still fine. He's a he's a fine father, uh, daddy, if you may. <laughs> Ooh, can we not? <laughs> um, no, we can. <laughs> oh, okay. All right then. Yeah, he's he's a daddy. Lyle, it's. Do you have any other comments on this opening scene? Um, only that. Well, so I think that what has spurred Billy. Um, to, you know, suddenly become a father is him. He sees the potential in Tim from the last game Mm. and doesn't want Tim to lose the opportunity that he feels like he lost, I guess, with golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just carrying around a golf club a lot during this episode. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I just. Okay feel like Tim is a butthead and needs to realize that they're broke. Well, Tim needs a daddy to tell him all of these things. And I'm glad that he's got that daddy in his life. <laughs> I also am glad that he has that dad. Everyone needs a daddy in their life. Everyone needs a daddy in their life. Uh, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh... Next scene, Lila and Street are in a bed. She's kissing him all over and asking what he can feel. He asks if anything happened between her and Riggins. She lies and he folds. But you can see in his eyes that he knows. Oh, he knows. And doesn't believe her. He knows he's no longer daddy. (laughs) Daddy's going down. So... He can, she can feel, he can feel some of the kisses, but not all of the kisses. And it still bums him out. Which is fair. Um. I also thought, like, if it weren't for the fact that she's a cheating butt face. Yeah, that's I would have thought term. that that was, like, a cute scene. And, like, sort of a good way to approach a relationship like that after that sort of trauma. Yeah. But she's a cheating butt face. Yeah. And so I didn't think it was cute because correct. she's yeah, a that cheating was, butt face. That was the correct analysis because cheating You're... butt faces never cute. Guys, this episode is not sponsored by cheating butt faces. Yeah, not sponsored, 
by them. It is sponsored by... The Wizarding World of Harry Potter? Is it? And Daddies. It is sponsored by Daddies. Find one today. So that's the B-plot. It sets up, okay, Lila and Street are going to be a thing in this episode. A-plot is Timmy. And then C-plot, we cut to the gym. And Smash is told to get better steroids to take. Uh, And they're going to cost like $300 a week. Ooh. How much do you think you would pay for steroids? Do I have a daddy to help? Well, it's it's our sponsor, of course you do. <laughs> zero dollars. Okay, so zero to three hundred. It's a big leap, and so how is he going to pay for it? Twelve hundred dollars um, a month. We find out in the next scene how he intends to pay for it. Yeah, but teenagers are dumb and don't realize that their parents are not made of money. Yeah, that's true. When did you first realize what money was? yesterday yeah and she's not even a teenager anymore so i mean smash has like seven years to find the value of this and he's just starting to learn in this episode um so he tells his mom that he needs money for sat prep and she's like boy i'm not made of money study yeah and he doesn't want to do that fair point do the old-fashioned way and study she says and, you know, it was a tough blow for him. It was hard for him, but he planted some seeds. Um, at practice, Billy shows up and tries to be Tim's father. It's sweet. This, Coach... like, the entire episode is Billy trying to be Tim's father. It is very sweet. I... It is. No, yeah, for sh- it's verging on some crying corner at some points. Mm-hmm. It... Um... Coach yeah. then invites them to dinner with Tammy, which was a oh, nice Tammy gesture. Taylor. She did some good stuff. So then we cut to Tammy because they do a really good job in this ep- this show about like kind of setting up the cuts. Um, so it cuts to Tammy, who's doing her job with a new girl named April, who says her panther wants her to do a three-way. All the rally girls do it. And he... He, he said that if she does it, she'll be his girlfriend. Are you buying that logic? Um, I'm buying that he told her that. Okay, okay, okay. Not buying that it will happen. The threesome or the girlfriend part? The girlfriend part. Yeah, that is complete bogus. Because <laughs> here's the thing is some people are dumb enough to do things like that. To be someone's girlfriend or boyfriend. It just made me go... Aww. And you just shouldn't. Yeah. It made me really sad for her. And for she's teenage like, girls in general. Yeah. Teenage girls have hard lives, it feels like. Yeah, especially when they're rally girls dating Dylan Panthers. But here's the real... The real question of the episode. The real question of the episode... Who do you think the panther was? The pressure panther. I think it's a no-name pressure panther. Yeah, but that's not We only fun. know the name of three 
like we only talk about three Panthers currently, like Matt, Smash, Tim. Yeah, I want to. I want someone to write some fanfic about this episode and just. Oh, go I'm sure it's there. Real deep into this whole situation because how deep I need do it. you want them to go? Because it could get gross. Um, I don't want it to get gross deep. Maybe. Maybe like. Uh, I'll reconsider. I'll reconsider, but um, I might do some googling. Okay, yeah, if um, you can find tweet any, it if you can find any safe for work ones, we don't want it to go that deep. I want it to be the same tone as this and not get gross. I don't want to read about high schoolers and their business, please. So only mild references to daddy. Only mild references. Um, Tammy is now primed to think that high school is this terrible deviant Ugh. hellscape yeah here i have i sort of have a problem with tammy in this episode and i think it's the first time i've ever had a problem with tammy what do you what's your problem yo she just and it, i mean this is Ryder's fault not tammy's fault so you know she's off the hook i don't even know who Ryder is he sounds the mysterious writers, the writers of the tv show okay um I just feel like most, and maybe parenthood changes that because parenthood is weird, I've heard. The TV show? It's pretty good. I've only seen the first season though. Just the status of being a parent. Oh, like raising a human. Yeah, like raising a human being. I've heard that's weird. Yeah. So maybe it's that. But it seems that she doesn't have like, the three dimensionality of like adult thinking in this episode Mm. like she hears this and immediately goes to all teenage football player boys are evil all of them even the ones that have proven that they are not Mm mm-hmm Because later in the episode, we see her talking about how, you know, she's worried that Julie might date Matt, even though Matt has shown many times he's a good kid. He's a man of integrity. Um, And he's, he's not Julie's daddy. He's not. And he wouldn't try to be. And we respect Matt for that. We respect Matt. Matt is a good kid. And it just seems that she has lost all sense of that because she heard one story about a crappy football player and so i don't know if it's like maybe just parenthood is weird and makes you lose sense of like rationality mm-hmm. with regards to your children maybe that's it i don't know i don't have a child unless we count my baked goods we do count that oh then i have so many children never mind i totally get it Next scene, Landry and Matt are at Matt's work being funny. Do you remember what Matt's work is called? Because that's a big setting in this, and I just have put work. It's a diner. Oh, I know what was going on with my microphone. It was this. Okay, I think I fixed it. I fixed it! Yeah! Okay, cool. So, um, it's a diner. It's like some dairy freeze type. Yeah, like... 
Let's call it DQ. Let's call not. it Dairy Queen. Not a sponsor. Um, that's the whole name of the restaurant. DQ Dairy Queen, not a sponsor. Yeah. Don't try pronouncing it though. I was um, about to. Nope, 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 nope. Dairy Dickness. Queen, not a sponsor. So they are there. And then the Taylors show up, and Julie goes in to pick up the food without her parents so she can be a flirty girl. And then, as, as Vanessa says, so she can go see her cutie man. Well, and she did see her cutie man. Matt asks if she's thought about him asking her out, and she said she's considering it. Well, you know. I am glad that he is not pressuring her to make a decision immediately. Yeah, I'm also glad about that. I am also envious of the fact that she got three burgers, three shakes, and two fries for sixteen dollars. Insane, ridiculous. I swear that ten years ago it was not that. It has to have been more expensive. Maybe that's just Texas. Maybe it was. Maybe should we try going to Dillon, Texas? Yeah. Is Dillon, Texas a place? Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Will our sponsors send us to Dillon, Texas? No, they won't. Um, Daddy, (laughs) send us to Dillon. (laughs) (laughs) It cuts to the car where parent tailors are talking about threesomes. And then it cuts back to inside where Smash shows up and says, a man needs money. And then he gets an application to work talking, there. Wh- he, was he talking to his sister? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just like begging everyone money. for money. Yeah. It's not a good look. It, it's not cute. He is not daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets an application to work there. So at least it shows a little bit of willingness to kind of take responsibility for his decisions. Even though um, it's it's a little. It's a, just, it's a smidgen. It's a tiny bit. Just slob at. Um, and then we cut to Lila showing up at Tim's house. Mm-hmm. And she knocks on the door and answer, he answers. and He's putting on his shirt. He's putting on his shirt. Um, we will see later that Lila, not Lila, Lila is already there. We have already discussed that. Tyra. Correct. Who comes to the door and asks how Jason is doing. Yeah, but... The first thing Lila says when Tim answers the door is, he knows. And Tim basically is just like, it doesn't matter, we're done anyways. Like, you're, yeah. you're Jay's guy, you're a girl, you've always been Jay's girl. What do you... I don't know how much closure there needs to be at this point. Um, I At this point, like, later on in the episode, it gets brought up to the point that I'm like, ooh, buddy... But, like, I kind of sided with Tammy when later on in this episode she tells... Oh, absolutely. So, later on in the episode, um, Tammy and Lila are doing a walk and talk. And then Lila starts crying. So, Tammy takes her under the bleachers, if you know what I mean. And Lila spills all the beans. And Tammy tells her not to tell Street, which I totally agree with. Like She she says, I, I wrote this down because I really liked it. You would not be telling him for him. You'd be, you telling, be telling him for, him for you. you. Yeah. You move on with your life. Let him heal. Yeah. My comment, my response to that was, she right, though. And she is right, though. Um, she is. Um, I think in most situations like that where you've done something wrong, revealing that to the person, unless you're going to, like, try to, I don't know, like. I feel like they just need to accept that 
this is not going to be a lasting relationship. Yeah. Lila needs to take responsibility for her life and her choices and break up with Street so that he has the deep, the dignity of a clean straight, uh, of a clean slate. Move on and just get on with his life. Yeah. And not be hurt more. But, you know. That's not how it goes. It's not going to be it. They um, cut to the rehab facility where they're playing poker. Streets ask, Street asks if he can come to rugby practice. His healing, blo- his healing boss says no, and everyone roasts the cleric, calling him Captain Bringdown. But his, I mean, is it that is it his nurse? I think it's his nurse or his doctor or something. Just someone um, who has um, authority. He does explain like how serious it could be. If and then everyone he got hurt. roasts him, calling him Captain Bringdown. Look, I understand both sides. I understand that Captain Bringdown is going to be part of my vocabulary now. Captain Bringdown. Uh, Can I change my Captain your name in my phone to Captain Bringdown? Well, it's been what is it now? Tell the story. Just tell the story. Spill the beans. We're under the bleachers. That's where you spill beans. Swear you spill beans. Your name is currently Sam the Olive Garden Man. Why? Because you went to Olive Garden a lot. I had the all-you-can-eat pasta pass, and I ate a lot of (laughs) pasta. It was kind of the beginning of my demise in poor eating, to be honest. (laughs) And I think I found out that I'm sensitive to dairy, but I still won't admit you it to myself. You knew that before. No, that was like the main thing. I mean, Vanessa had been telling me that I probably was, but I was fighting it even more. Literally and our entire family is probably sensitive to dairy. It's why we pass around a bottle of lactate before Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but that's a new thing. That's like last two years. This is true. So I ate at Olive Garden a lot. And no, I don't think that you should change it to Captain Bringdown because that's not me. It's you. You're Captain Bringdown. It cuts to Taylor's house. Um, Julie is... I like Julie. I like Julie Taylor. Oh, I like Julie so much. I like her a lot. She's Um, one of my favorites. She tells her parents that Saracen asked her on a date, and Tammy ain't thrilled. Oh, Tammy's so mad. Um, Don't... Which, I mean, this gets into what I was talking about earlier. It it just seems like she has her blinders on. Mm -hmm. And I'm mad about it. Because Matt's a good kid. She's she's trying to not find any of these pot, the potholes, pit holes, pitfalls, w- yeah. whirlpools. Potheads? Potheads. And um, she's just going a little overboard. She, she definitely loses her cool the minute that she thinks that her daughter might be threatened, which is totally rational, I think. But she's going into like flight mode and just trying to run away from it. And it, she loses all subtlety. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to uh, the Dairy Queen, Dairy not, a Queen not a sponsor again. Uh huh. Um, and Smash is just like going around giving everyone free ice cream. Mm-hmm. Which he he flirts with a customer and um, tells Street to make the ice cream for the customer because he doesn't know how to do his job and isn't willing to learn. And then and then he doesn't charge her. Doesn't charge her, and then goes and sits with her and just like flirts more with. Which one like. Why is this 34-year-old woman flirting with a 16-year-old so brazenly? He's also probably 34 years old. But he's not. 
You have to immerse yourself in this world, Mackenzie. Is she 34 then? Maybe she's in this world playing 16. Oh, that's a good point. She might be 16. She might be 16. Um, then he says a line to my friend no. Matt Saracen. Bah. You don't ask them what they want. You tell them what they want. Ick. Did Big. you have any like caps locks when you were watching this part? I said ick. Yeah, but what what was the capitalization of it? All lowercase. Ugh. It was gross. I was just that disgusted. I couldn't be bothered to caps locks it. I think I have some caps lock boys in here somewhere. I sure hope so. We'll okay, we're there. 24 minutes in. We are rushing this. It is so good. I, strong show. Really good show so far. Um, um, and then we move back to the rehab facility where Herc is literally the only one being honest with Jason ever. No, and it doesn't cut back to that yet, does it? Yeah. I thought unless I thought, there was something in between, it's possible I messed there's up. There's stuff in between. So it cuts to Tammy and Julie laying on a bed and Tammy is freaking out but says it's nice and great. And then um Julie says, You're freaking out and she's like, No, I'm not. It's nice and great, but it's not nice and great. Oh, when she's reading. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it cuts back to uh the D Q N A S and we see Smash sees all of the cash that Matt is um, counting. counting from closing out the till, and they're short by a dollar ten. Because then, of the ice cream, probably. Because of the ice cream, probably. And then Smash goes into his car to do drugs, and then Steroids. we, yeah, what's but the yeah, difference? Drugs. It's all the I same. Just, yeah. um, and then new metal plays while Herc and Street are racing wheelchairs. It was kind of a fun scene until they. Yeah, Herc thinks he's not playing. ready to play and refers to Lila as your cute little cheater. Is he wrong, though? No, he's, like you said, he's the most honest person in this show, too. Yeah, he's the only one being honest with Jason. And I think that he's the only one that Jason, like, respects the opinion of, even though he's fighting it. Because Because he's the only one being honest. He's being honest and he's in the same situation. Yeah. It's it's almost like a mentorship type situation. Oh, absolutely. Even though, like, at the beginning he was sort of like a, he was Gordon Ramsay-ing him a little bit in the beginning. Herc is an amazing man, and also Gordon Ramsay. He has new episodes of Hell on Wheels or whatever the show that he's doing Should right I now. Should I watch that? I haven't it's seen fun. any of it's it. It's fun. I mean, this show is good, but it, it definitely leans into a lot of reality TV tropes. Yeah. Which, it's fine, it's good, but it's not as good as his original Kitchen Nightmare stuff, because that was just teaching and just motivation. Yeah. Um, Street knocks them both out of their chairs. And, and then, then, was it while they were on the ground that Herc says, just because we're crippled doesn't mean we have to take the crumbs? Probably. That's a good I line. I kind of loved that. It was a great line. It really, it shows a lot who Herc is as a person. Mm-hmm. And then they start screaming for Phil. Is it Phil? Of the future, correct. Phil and of then. The it goes to the Riggins' house, and Tiny Tim says Billy should just sell weed again. And Billy's like, no, that was a one-time thing. And he's super stressed about dinner with the Taylors, and he's all clean-shaven, and it looks really well put together. You Yells know, he's just... for eating a Pop-Tart. Yeah, he's morphing into Daddy. 
and right in front of our eyes. Then we're at the Taylors. And I didn't write any notes. So you this is there, I there wasn't much the Taylors for dinner. Billy brought her a set of knives as a gift. <laughs> um which seemed like a choice that he made. He also says that their father has only sent two checks in the last year. So Yeah, so the entire dinner it seems like Tim is like trying to hide um the fact that their dad is a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's he's very attached to his father. And later yeah. on, like, he defends his father. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, um, and it, there's some tension at dinner between Billy and Tim because of it. It's all building the whole um, episode. Yeah. I think it is probably because of that power shift. I mean, they're, Tim was so used to them being kind of at the same level of we're both children. And yeah. as soon as Billy tries kind of changing that at all, you know, it, it just really throws him for a mental loop. And he he is belligerent. Yeah. Um, so then in the middle, I think this is in the middle of dinner, we cut back to Dairy Queen, not a sponsor, um, where Smash is trying to turn Matt into him mm-hmm. by teaching him how to give people free ice cream. And but he sucks at it. What they he's want. really bad Matt's at it. Matt's really not good at it. Which is good. Because he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then he tells yeah. Smash that he won't get paid till the end of the month. And Smash is like, ugh. But then he's like, but you get free ice cream. And yeah, but ice cream won't buy steroids. Come on, man. though? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he should just try. Yeah. Um, Um, At the rehab facility, Coach and Street are both in wheelchairs, rolling around the gym. Street challenges Coach to try to get past him, trying to prove he's ready. It's another sweet scene. I thought this one was it, nice. I, I really like this scene. And um, and ta- Coach Eric Taylor's, Taylor, yeah. Eric Taylor, says something to Jason about uh, like how much he's gone through and like if he needs to fight for this, he's got to fight for it. Like he... Mm-hmm. He tells a little anecdote about, like, 16 years ago, I wasn't ready to be a dad, but I took the bull by the horns and I did it. So, like, if that's what you got to do here, do it with regards Mm. to him playing rugby. Um, What's an example of a time that you took the bull by the horns in the past um, 90 days? Oh, I went bull riding. Yeah? How was that? I took the bull by its horns. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, no, real like it's really convenient that you asked that question. <laughs> I wasn't setting it up at all either. Um, um, bulls are not a sponsor. Continuously, daddies are the only sponsor of this. Um, I'm just worried that Jason's gonna get hurt. Um, yeah. And it like it's also interesting to see like Jason talk about his situation because his response to to Eric Taylor saying like oh you've been through a rough time like no one at your age deserves to have gone through what you've gone through Jason just responds everyone's got a sad sad story that poor boy and that poor sweet boy yeah that poor sweet boy we love Jason at the burger joint Matt catches Smash looking through the till. 
Yeah, then there's some words. There are, are words. Angry. I don't remember them, but they were heated. They were angry words. Um, yeah. And then I think this is when we cut to the Taylor household. Yeah. Here's the thing. Coach is a daddy. And he tells Julie, boys think about sex every single minute of the day. This is exactly what he says. If you're wondering if a boy's thinking about you, he's not. He's thinking about sex or he's hungry. Those are the only two <laughs> options. Which I, I always am kind of like <laughs> weirded out when people say stuff like that because like it that's what he's thinking too. <laughs> yeah, and oh, any of those scenes that are like dad talking to daughter, telling daughter that all men think about is sex. Sir. It's... Like, it's true, but it's also not at all true, and it's it's a trope that I think I don't know. I feel like men probably think about sex only marginally more than women. I completely agree. So it's a trope like, that needs to die, I think. Stop. Everyone thinks about sex. Get over it. Oh, that's... That's not true. I've never <laughs> thought about sex, Mom. I promise. Um, they're playing ping pong, and... It's sweet, but Julie sucks at ping pong. Does she? Or does he just keep saying that? Uh, He keeps saying it. You You don't have to believe everything Eric Taylor tells you. Yes, I do. It's in my contract. Oh, wait. You got a contract? You didn't? I'll send it over. But it's going to be like the Willy Wonka contract in in the first Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where it's like really long. Am I going to blow up blue? Uh, it, possibly. It's probably, Shoot. I guess. All right, um, fine. Riggins house, they yell at each other. Oh, so many yells. So it's many a loud fights. scene. Billy compares Tim to their dad, and Tim defends his dad. So maybe it is that he sees a lot of himself in his dad, and he... Yeah, that might be it. My comment here was that Tim was really quick to defend the dad that isn't around, but, like, maybe if he sees a lot of himself there, I don't know, like... But also, I guess they're your parents. I yeah. I can't really... It's interesting, though, because it seems like at that point in his life, like a 17-year-old, 17, 18-year-old, who doesn't have much of a relationship with their parents is likely going to hate their parents. Because most 17, 18-year-olds already are on, like, yeah. tumultuous waters with their parents to some degree. Um so I, th- I did think that it was really telling for Tim's character that he's still, like, hopeful about his parents' yeah. relationship, I guess, yeah. with him. But also, the thing that I got out of this scene is that Billy, or, I mean, not just Billy, everyone, literally, ever, mm-hmm. needs to be careful about what they say when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Because there were some words that were said that were not good words to be said. What was your favorite one? Um, mostly the comparison of Tim to their father. Yeah. Um, just things you wish you could take back. Just, yeah, like, Billy's, take a deep breath when you're fighting. Billy's carrying around his golf club, uh, and then he breaks something glass with it. And then he says, when's the last time you heard from dad, huh? It's been a while. It's been a while. And then they fight each other for real, but no punches, just wrestles. Just, I mean, they broke lots of things. And then during the fight, Tim says, you're pulling the hair. Yeah, you're fighting. What do you expect? You don't touch the hair, dude. Is that a rule? 
I don't know. I thought it was just I've like never don't been touch in the a balls. Fight. That's just the, the life rule. I thought the only rule was don't touch the balls. <sighs> I, um, I don't know. I, there's a great episode of King of the Hill where Bobby learns how to defend himself. And it's by kicking straight up there, yelling, That's it, my okay. purse! I don't know you! So it's maybe. It's a great self defense mechanism. Yeah, but not if when you're you fighting. If you are your in brother. danger, do kick the balls. But not when you're fighting your brother. Unless when you're, you're in fighting danger. Your, unless your brother is actually harming or threatening your well being. I'm then so maybe glad go that we balls. have the ground rules for this now. <laughs> yeah, so. You you're know, welcome, we'll, friends listening. Yeah. This is a friends everyone, podcast, right? <laughs> yes. I know that everyone who's listening came here specifically for the rules of fighting. And now you so, know. Now you know. First rule. They got something out of it. Don't talk about fight club. Second rule. Don't, don't, don't the balls. Unless you're in danger. Unless you're then in danger. Go for the balls. Um, Say something. I dare I'm you. I'm giving up on you. Um. <laughs> Um, so then, okay, so one thing that I didn't like is after the fight, there's, like, a moment when Billy is, like, you know, he had scratched, he's on the floor and, like, sort of curled up and he starts crying and they cut away so quickly. Mm. And I just felt like it could have been a real, a real crying corner moment had they spent him. Just longer? Just, yeah, linger longer. We like linger longers. Mm-hmm. Street convinced people to let him play play practice so they do and he does street gets knocked out of his chair and the room goes quiet but then he goes on he goes on he gets he gets gets up up. keeps going he's a champion i think he wins um he wins the moment sure how rugby works well tv works by if you get up you win Oh, he won then. He won. Perfect. Anything else on that scene? Um, no, I'm just worried that there will be some, like, owies. Ouch! Ow! Yeah, I'm worried about that. But he is not owied on his spine. Not immediately. Well... What if it, like, interrupts healing, like the doc mentioned? Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. I just worry for him. Then we cut back to the Taylor household. Oh, um, wait. Ju- yeah, we do. And Coach tells Tammy that Julie has received fatherly advice. And then... Julie, Julie is a 10. comes into the room. This is my favorite thing ever. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, love her so much. She comes into the room and basically just says... So, you guys have been real interested in my love life recently. So, here it is. I'm going on a date with Matt. hmm And that's that. I'll, you know, update you when there's more information. She's such a lovely girl. And then just... she just walks out of the room. And <laughs> the best. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm going to bed now. Good night. And, and they are really shell-shocked. And just really commands that room. They are Eleanor shell-shocked. 
There, Eleanor Shellshocked. I was just watching an episode of that. What a good That's show. That's the best show. Oh my gosh. If you haven't watched that show, go watch The Good Place. It's like my favorite thing that exists it's right now. So good. Um, um, then we cut back to the rehab facility. Mm-hmm. And it's big stuff. Here's the thing. We don't go back to the rehab facility. We cut to the church where the reverend fundraises for Smash's SAT prep. <laughs> which is so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's throwing money in this basket. You know it's going to go to drugs. It's only going to go to drugs. Ugh. It's Smash. a sad moment. Uh, Smash, your development, man. Who's your daddy? Honestly. His just... mom needs to be his daddy a little bit more and tell him not to do that. I Think don't know. How do you hard about who your daddy is? There aren't any like real signs. And that's what's so scary about parenthood is like, you can't control all these things. You can just that's do your best. why I'm like, I don't know that I'm ever going to have kids, but if I do, I'm terrified that my kid will be a psychopath. Mm, a psycho because, killer. Case Kase? Yeah. How do you know? You don't, do you? And you if don't. You and do it is know, terrifying. It might be worse if you do know. Mm, Cause what are because you going to do? What do you do? It's your child. You're going to send them to military school and then they're going to be a psycho in the military. And then yeah, which it's is gonna not just, better. It's not better. There's no good options except for and, therapy. But that won't work for everyone either. Yeah. So that's my greatest fear in life is having a psychopath for a child. Have you seen Don't F With Cats? No. Is it good? It's good, but it's also like really disturbing like what if your kid is that guy oh my god yeah basically so i'm really into serial killers you should go watch it it's um it's hard to watch but i think it's well well done another thing that's hard to watch but well done unbelievable have you watched that remind me what it is because i think i have um it's the story of a girl who is raped and goes to the police and they basically no. convinced her to say that she wasn't raped and that it was a little lie. Yeah. That, I, was I listening to a, gosh, where was it that I was researching that story? I There's think also it was, a book that's that. And there was like a podcast that was going over it. I feel like it might've been my favorite murder or something, but. Possibly. I haven't kept up on my favorite murders. That is a know. terrifying story. It, oh gosh, it's horrible. And like it watch it okay it's very well it's hard to watch don't watch it like on a monday night when you just want to like chill and get good feels you Mm -hmm. have to like emotionally prepare this was during a phase of my life where i was reading and watching all of the things that would make me sad like i read um the only plane in the sky by uh garrett graff which is a book about Mm 9-11 and then i read Know My Name by Chanel Miller, which is a book by the girl who was raped by the Stanford guy, Brock Turner. What a scumbag. Um, and then I started reading that book and I watched that show and it was just all a bunch of things that were sad. Yeah, I, that's on my list for sure. It looks really good and I like the actress that it's very plays... It's What's her name? Caitlin Dever? Dever? Um, oh yeah, she yeah. was in Booksmart, which is also yeah, kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah. So then we cut to back to the rehab facility after the rugby game. Mm -hmm. 
where we see Tim and Lila approach Jason after Mr. the Mr. Jason Street. Mr. Correct. Jason yeah. Street. Mm-hmm. And a punch is thrown. Oh, cliffhanger. Who punches who? Lila. Is it Lila? <laughs> is it Lila that punches Street? Does Lila yeah. punch herself? <laughs> yeah. All of the above. Uh, it sure does feel like a punch in the face for everyone involved. Oh, yeah. But Tim gets punched in the face by one Mr. Jason Street. And then he tells Lila to go. And I know everything and etc. There were so many words. And Jason was like trying to egg Tim on. And saying mm-hmm. like, you'll steal my girl, but you won't fight me. You won't fight a cripple. Yeah. Yeah. You- and I was just really worried that Lila was going to lie to him again and say, like, nothing is happening between us. But she didn't, so I'm glad. Yeah, it's it's good to take responsibility for your actions. It's To be it's, fair, she didn't say anything. Which is better than some. But, yeah. Oh. And then Smash gets the money from the church and uses it to buy more drugs. Yeah! Let's go Smash! That's yeah, innovation! Drugs. Uh, at Riggins' house, nothing from the fight has been picked up yet. There are Cheetos everywhere. Billy gets home, or Tim gets home, and Billy's like, who did this to you? It was Jason, and then he's like, well, I guess you kind of deserve that. But he does, um. (laughs) Hands him a bag of peas. Yeah, he just gives him some frozen peas. And then Iron and Wine plays in the background and sets the mood of, like, whatever that mood was. Yeah. It was a mood, though. It, mood. Hashtag mood. Mood. So, let's go to some hashtags. Do you want to start with Pull some Twitter, Twitter Tuesday? Twitter, Twitter times. It, it's not Tuesday. Have, um, any day is Tuesday if you try hard enough. That's not true. Okay, well, what about TGI Fridays? Have you ever been there on a Tuesday? No. Yeah, just how I thought this would turn out. <laughs> Do you have it pulled up on your phone? Yeah, I do. Um, okay. So we got two questions. <laughs> two. Um, wow. The first is from Robin at F-U-A-F-U-P. Fuafa. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Who asks, once you're done with the series, is there a plan to watch or review the 2004 film? Not yes. as good, but does have that sweet explosions in the sky music. Yes. I didn't know there was a film. Maybe I did know. We've talked about it, and also yes. Yeah, sure, why not? There's the film, there's the book. Are we going to do the book? Doubtful. Well, yeah, I don't know how to read. Maybe so. we should do the audiobook. That would be funny. <laughs> and just the audiobook <laughs> will play as our podcast. Yeah. With us talking over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it's gonna it. be like um what is it mystery science theater but for that book <laughs> perfect love okay. it great idea no we're not gonna do the book but i we're i was planning doing on the doing the movie we'll i'm do really excited movie. for it i've actually never seen the movie but i think it's got billy bob thornton in it Ooh, and billy I bob think thornton he's pretty good. is a great actor um have yeah. you ever seen sling blade no i've never Weird heard of it movie Weird cool, good movie. talk. So what's the other Twitter time? Um, the other Twitter time is from Sarah Wilkinson. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, we love Sarah. 
Um, Sarah also makes really good teas. So if you're interested in trying out some teas, not a sponsor, go Google Bright Witch Brews. How did I not know this? You don't tell me anything. Okay, so she sent me some for Christmas because she's a sweet angel, but it's really good. Next time you come over, you can do it. You can have some. That's... I swear you were with me. Oh, no, that was Michaela. Never mind. Sorry. Wow. Okay. What did Sarah say this time? Sarah said, the show has so much rhetoric about being a man or manning up. Mm. Coach tells Julie, you're beautiful. You're sensitive. You're sweet. And I don't want to see you get hurt. Do you Mm -hmm. think locker room culture would be different if boys were raised hearing the same thing? Yes. Yes. And it should be. And yeah. like Just raise your children like children. Just, yeah. Like, why do we need to raise boys and girls differently? Tell them all that they are valued and worthwhile. Absolutely. And they will act accordingly. Uh, Man up, it's... So, I feel like a lot of people have varying ideas of what toxic masculinity is. Yeah. This is one example of it. Where if you're not acting in very stereotypical ways, you're going to get bullied. Or you're going to get whatever. Like with telling someone to man up and it's it's not just men it's women saying the same things man up yeah it it's not great we don't love it no i am very much on board with men crying um i'm not uh those dumb criers like man john crier yeah i'm trying I'm going to be like John Cryer and man up. I don't know who that is. He was in a show I've never seen. Oh, okay. Good talk. Uh, two Men and a Baby or whatever that CBS uh, show was. Two and was. a Half Men? Yep. Gotcha. Thank you for your Twitter times. Yeah, if that was you, a great Twitter time. If you Thank would you. like to send us things, which you should, Mackenzie does this thing called Tweet. Whenever we're about to film these episodes. Don't know if y'all have ever heard of it. And if you if you throw on a follow when we do that little tweet, then you'll know and you'll be able to ask us questions. Also, don't feel like you can't just like think about it. Like you wake up at 4 a.m. on some some day and then you're just so in your head about Friday Night Lights. Just send yeah. us a tweet. Happens every day. Oh, at least once a day. 4 a.m. Yeah. for you, too? It, on the dot. I love alarm clocks. Uh, yeah, thanks, alarm clock. It might be because my alarm sound is the theme song. No one knows. But yeah, send us some tweets. Follow us at that I'm pretty sure that that theme song is actually not Explosions in the Sky but it was composed by Snuffy Walden, their their composer. Oh yeah, to, Snuffy. To imitate the sound of one explosion in the sky. Um, we've had some explosions in our listenings. Have we? Guess how many listens we hit this week? Is this going to be a new new segment? Guess how many listens? Yeah. So total listens of this podcast. Ever. All of the episodes? All of them put together. What were we at last time you told me? Don't remember. I think it was like under 250, though. Um, 500. 
Yeah! We've hit 500? Yeah, 529. What? How many people are actually continuing through, though? Okay, so pilot, <laughs> listen to this. Pilot, 218 listens. Probably right. eight of them were me. Um, Why did you listen so many times? I just refresh a lot. I, oh, okay. I refuse to listen to my own voice. That's fair. But, um, okay, 218. And then Eyes Wide Open, season one, episode two. 79. Okay. All right. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All right, all right. Wind sprints, 52. Okay. So, all okay. right, all right. Let's go, let's go. Who's your daddy? 48. How does that one have more? Like, who's just skipping episode three? I don't know. Okay, episode three has more than four, though. Like, three has 52, four has 48, and then five has 58. So someone did skip it. But I think that that's the one that, like, it, it got put on my YouTube channel. So we saw oh. a little thing at Get Her Done. And then the last El Accidente is at 42. Homecoming, the one we did last week, is at 32. And this one is at just Vanessa's listening to it right now. So And me and you. And me and you. Yeah. But so I think three. that that growth is amazing. I love it. That and is I've fantastic. Been, I, I really do want to keep like trying to grow this podcast and the listenership more organically than me just trying to like plug it on my YouTube channel. That's fair. So, and to do that, we would love for you to rate us on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Tell your friends. That would Follow be helpful too. Follow us on too. Twitter. Retweet things, I guess. I don't know. We All don't of the things. Much. You know how to do this. Just do it. Just man up and promote my podcast. Sam, <laughs> we do not support to toxic masculinity around yeah. here. Okay, you're right. Um, hottie of the week. I have an idea for one this week. And that's where we, we count to three and then we say it at the same time. Who you think it's going to be. Okay. And then we, we let those two people duel. And if it's the same person, then it, they duel themselves. How do they duel? We'll figure it out. So, okay. are you ready? Do you have yeah. someone in mind? Yeah. Okay. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Julie. Julie. Yeah! Julie's dueling herself. She's dueling herself. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't draw attention to it. Okay. That, yeah, no, Julie's deaf hottie of the week. Julie's awesome. I love she's, her very she's much. She's so different from every other character. She's not like trying to act. Which I think that the acting in all of this, like, it's really good acting, but there is something so genuine about having an actual 16-year-old Having a teenager play a teenager, yeah. There is just something so authentic and sweet about it, and she she just captures it really well. Yeah, I love her. I love just who is she, who she is a, as a person and also how the actor plays her. Like, it's all yeah. just very good. It's very sweet. Why do you um, think she deserves it this week over others? Because she just told her parents who's boss. Yeah, she's great. She was just like, I'm dating. And that's the thing because I'm 16. And you don't really get a say in it. So here's mm -hmm. what's happening. But Which, like, I guess I as mean, parents, like you do sort of get a say. But he's a good you, kid. You don't. You don't. You don't. You know like, that you don't. Yeah. You, you know that they you don't. You know you don't. Here's the thing. You just do your best to raise your children to not be psychopaths and to know how to handle all these things and to create the space that feels open. Yeah. And they the scary did that thing for is Julie. that you don't know if your child is a psychopath. When do you know? When they kill. So at least that's a really strong signal. 
Yeah, like, re- I mean, and it doesn't have to be humans. Yeah. If your kid starts torturing animals, call That's a therapist. A thing. Yeah. Call, you need a lot of help with that. It's really terrifying. Parenthood yeah. is terrifying. Gosh. Like, I Whoa. every once in a while, I get so baby hungry. Like, we, we have these friends who have the three sweetest little children. And even though little Darcy, like, colors on the walls and stuff... They're just so cute and so well behaved and they'll put themselves to bed and all of that. And then like our little our little Tumness. He no, he's just such tumness. a sweet little boy sometimes. And oh, then little Jack Jack. Little Jack Jack. He's just such a sweet little boy. But he's then so cute. I know that like they're it's just so scary because it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It's really just luck of the draw. I don't know. I don't know. Hope I don't that know. the sperm I, in the I end didn't want... create something psychopathic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all bad. Thank you so much for listening. Do you have any closing thoughts? Thanks. Thanks. Um, tweet us. Rate. Review. Apple Podcasts. Follow us on the Twitter. Email us. Guys, yeah. we really have no friends. So please tweet us. I'm at my phone 100% of the time just refreshing my timeline on Friday Insights. I I never go on at Sam Johnson. I only go on Friday Insights and pull down. And it's it's really getting me down. But like that one time a week is awesome. Yeah. Those two times this week were awesome. You know, you don't have to just tweet when I ask for it. You can also just like have a conversation with us. Yeah. Like we will talk to you because... As I mentioned before, we don't have friends and we could use some more. Thank you. Thanks.